What's going on, Badger fans? Welcome to a special edition of Locked On Badgers. Uh, I'm excited for this one. We got that dude. We got BA coming on the show. We're going to talk about legacy, uh, favorite games, biggest moments, dive into his perspective on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Badger fans? Thank you for making this one of your first listens every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Lockdown College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, with that, we just get into it, right? Because when we got guests, um, we don't waste time. We got Braylon Allen joining the show, and Braylon, I want to start with this. You, you said you had seen the show, and you still decided to come on, right? Yeah, right. Okay, I want to start with just saying thank you. So, and the reason I'm saying thank you is. A while ago, I bought this, and for three years, I couldn't display it because we had not beaten that friggin' team, uh, and you laid it all in the end. I was able to display this now, so thank you for that effort against Minnesota. I want to start here, man. We're going to get a lot of comments, questions. Um, just big picture, you finished with 34, almost 3,500 career rushing yards. That's ninth in program history. You're ahead of some big-time talents. What is your legacy at Wisconsin? Like, What do you think it is? Uh, we're not, not starting out slow here. Um, no, we jump right in, man. Yeah, we jump right in. I think, uh, you know, those numbers are, are great. They're awesome to see. Um, awesome to look at. I mean, I think, you know, like you said, ninth all time, um, just to be mentioned among that group, you know, top 10, you know, top 10 running backs in, in Badger football history, um, stats wise. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, elite group to be a part of. Um, so I'm, I'm just thankful that you know, I was able to have that opportunity. Um, but, you know, I don't think the numbers really tell the whole story. Um, you know, I think, you know, I missed some games. Um, so obviously, you know, these numbers could be more. You know, I'm not playing the bowl game. You know, I could have got to the, the 3,500, um, whatever. And you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, you know, when I think back on it, my time at Wisconsin was not really what I envisioned when I first got there. Um, before I got there, you know, we didn't really, um, obviously I, I grew up watching Wisconsin playing big 10 championships and, um, you know, in the Rose bowls and things and never got that opportunity. So that's the thing that, that probably hurts the most. Um, and you know, the one thing that, you know, I wish would have went a little bit differently. Um, but on the individual side of it, I mean, it was way more than I could have ever imagined. Like, you know, way more. I mean, 2021, um, my freshman year, had, you know, Chez been healthy the whole year, had Isaac been healthy the whole year, had Berger stayed around a little longer. I mean, you'd probably be talking to Red Shirt Jr., inside linebacker Braylon Allen right now, um, which is crazy to think about. You know, things just kind of fell into into places that allowed me to step up into a role that was the best thing that could have happened for me. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just crazy to think about, like I said, the, the individual side of it was so much more than I ever pictured. Um, so just definitely thankful for everybody, you know, that, was able to lay hands on me, everybody who's, you know, dropped some advice 
um, and has helped me along the way definitely is um, everybody at that university is definitely a huge part, um, has a huge part in where I am today. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty much the big picture. I think my, my legacy is a little bit uh, – I think there's different outlooks on it. I think a lot of people have a lot of different opinions, but um, for myself, you know, I just think – no, I, w- I wasn't supposed to, to be here. You know, I'm, I'm not supposed to be where I am right now, just just based off of my path leading up to it. But but here I am. So I think, you know, I made the most of, of my opportunities um, and did what I could really um, and you know, try to be the best teammate possible. Man, I think you made more than the most of your opportunities. You're ninth all-time at Wisconsin at RBU. Like, you're ahead of some dudes like, I don't know, Brett Moss, Terrell Fletcher, Corey, Corey Clement. Like, it's incredible. I, I do want to ask you about – and I was going to ask you about this later because I want to dive into your, your year this year a little bit more. But you mentioned playing linebacker. Do you ever just let that thought play on your head? What would you have been like after three years at linebacker? Yeah, I do think about that a lot. I was actually just talking to my agent about that. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't know. I mean, freshman year, I definitely wasn't playing. Um, I mean, look who we had. You know, they're both starters yes. in the NFL right now. So I definitely wasn't going to be playing my freshman year at linebacker. Um so who knows? I mean, maybe last year, you know, maybe I, I get on the field somewhere. Um, and this year, a whole new defense. I'm probably playing, you know, that kind of dollar um, hybrid position, you know, that they have. Maybe I'm there. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But it's crazy to think about. It is. You know, I, I joked with my agent. I was like, you know, instead of uh, um, if I was a linebacker right now, maybe we're looking at, you know, first round rather than, you know, third or fourth, but um, who knows? 12 sacks last year, yeah, that, that, you know, first-round edge rush or whatever. Yeah. Let, me, let me talk to you more about this year. Like, you finish off with Minnesota, one of, one of your better games, a great game. You get the ax back. At what point does it hit you, this is the last time I'm putting on that motion W, and, and what is that feeling like? Um, it, was a, it was a strange, super strange feeling. Um. I mean, I knew it was my last game. Coach Spalding knew it was my last game. Every all the running, everyone that was close to me knew it was my last game. Um, so I think it was just like a effort, you know. Like I've been hurt for I don't even know how many weeks at that point, um, and it was just like whatever pain I'm feeling is just got to go to the side. Like this is the last one. Whatever I can do, like I got to do it like right now to the best of my ability um, and, and get this ax. Um, and that's, that's all it was, you know, it was just like a F it and, and go. Um, and it ended up being a pretty fun game. What's it like chopping on the goalpost? What's that, that feeling like? It was, <laughs> it was really enjoyable. I mean, watching all week, you know, every all week throughout my whole career there, they've always played, you know, the highlights around the facility of, you know, them jumping around after they won and chopping it down, parading it around the city, doing things like that. Um, and it's just it just fuels that fire in you so, so much like you just want to get it back so bad. Um, so finally having it in my hands, I had no idea. You know, I didn't even hear anything about, you know, how much it weighed, what it was like to swing it. You know, it was just I was just waiting for the moment where I actually had it in my own hands. Um, and it was it was an amazing feeling. 
And, you know, as a obviously you're a Wisconsin guy, right? Just it means so much more for you if you grow up in the state, you grow up around that, you understand the rivalry. And to end your Wisconsin career on that note, it, outside of going to like a Big Ten championship game, like you mentioned, that's got to be about as good as it gets. Yeah, it is. I mean, given the circumstances that we had, you know, not being able to make a push for the championship game, you know, in those last few weeks, that was – the angle. I mean, once we were kind of out of contention for that, that was the angle. And I mean, we talked about it. Um, this was right. This was right after Northwestern. We played Indiana right before North. So this is right after the Indiana game. Um, and we were all kind of at um, at dinner. There's a group of us. It was like me, Marty, Muma. Um, I don't even remember who was all there. Just like a group of, of six or seven of us who um, and, you know, I'm not sure if I'm playing that week. And, uh, so we're kind of having a conversation we're like, you know, we kind of all agreed that no matter what we could lose to Northwestern, we could lose to Nebraska, but getting the ax was a non-negotiable, like had to happen. No questions asked. That's what it had to be. Um, and we were all kind of on the same page about that. So luckily, luckily we did end up beating Nebraska. Um, you know, that was a that was another thing. You know, we we like Nebraska's kind of we got to win that one too for sure. Just you know, just know since we had never lost the the trophy, um, and you know, it's not a protected rivalry. I don't think you know to where with the um, realignment and stuff, we might not. Who knows the next time? You know, we have that trophy game. Um, so we had to keep that too, but. If we did lose that, it we had to win the axe, no questions asked. So um, it was that was the the best feeling ever. This is awesome. I, I got to take a quick break for our friends of the show and come back. We're gonna ask Braylon Allen about this coaching staff, Coach Spalding. Um, definitely want to talk to you about Ches Malusi too, coming back and what what he means to the locker room and the team. Coming up next on Lockdown Badgers, we're gonna get into all of that plus more with Braylon Allen. But first, a quick break for friends of the show and our good friends of the show over at eBay Motors. It you know me, if you listen to this show, you know I often have car trouble. eBay Motors is my number one go-to spot to fix all of that, get every single part I need. Over 122 million parts for your number one ride or dive. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions to apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. It is the number one place for all your car parts, all your car needs, everything you need. ebaymotors.com. Keep your ride or die alive. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. All right, let's get BA back on here. Keep talking about this. I do want to take a quick second, man, and get some get some comments in here from the people who are tuning in. A lot of people tuning in to, to say hi, to say thanks. Um, let's see. This is from Derek. In today's transfer portal, BA is a legend for sticking it out. High character. Um, Caleb, your character is something to be proud of, man. I hope future athletes see what it means to give it all for your team, a concept that seems to be fading. This is from Robin Swordson. Good luck, Braylon. Danimal, thanks for the memories. Um, he has a question, dude. Would you rather run power or stretch outside zone? <laughs> um, I think uh, in the first offense that I played in, um, under Joe, Joe Rudolph, um, his outside zone scheme was second to none. Like, you know, that was that was my favorite play by far. 
Um, and I mean, a lot of lot of people in that system had a lot of success, success running that play. Um, and that was definitely my favorite. I mean, it was outside zone. Uh, my freshman year was was my favorite play. This past year in this air raid, I was definitely a fan of, of power and counter um, out of the gun. It's just a different feel, you know, outside outside zone um, under under center. You know, it was a lot more. You have a lot more time to, to see your read key. I think, and, and that's what kind of helped me be successful was, you know, being able to be patient. Um, you know, he's always going to lead you in the right direction. So as soon as, you know, he kind of declares what he's doing, you just put your foot in the ground and, and get vertical. Um, and I think that was, uh, that suited me very well in that offense. Um, and, and this past one, you know, in the air raid, having those pullers um, allowed me to be super patient too. So um, it kind of depended, you know, whether it was, um, in the eye or from the gun. So let me ask you this. And uh, Jet in the comments says, uh, future New York Giant. I don't know. Uh, I want to ask you this the bowl game this year, you, you did decide to opt out your training. You're in California right now, correct? You'd said, Yep. You're ready for the draft. Um, what is that decision like as an athlete? Take us inside that perspective, how hard it is, how difficult it is, and, and kind of what led you to this, this spot. Yeah. Um, for me, it was. I had felt like I did everything that I needed to do on the field. Um, and, you know, I'd made this decision way before we found out who we were playing and where we were playing and stuff. So I was already in Cali when, um, you know, the, the, when it got announced. Um, so for me, it was, it was just every, everything that I felt I needed to do this year on the field. I did, you know, I put good things on, on tape. Um, and I think the biggest thing that would help my stock is going to be running a, a great 40 um, and looking very smooth in, in the drills um, and, and just looking smooth in everything that I do. That's going to be, you know, what, what helps boost my stock the most. So um, and I mean, I'm still rehabbing my ankle, so I might not even I might have not even been able to really play in this game um, at full health. So it was kind of just the idea of getting here as early as possible. I mean, I got here November 29th, so I left like two days after after Minnesota. Um, I was out here right away, so I was just trying to get that extra treatment in um, and kind of get a head start. You know, I was the first guy out here, so I was kind of ahead of the curve um, getting treatment and, on, on, and already starting um, workouts and stuff. So, um, like I said, everything that I felt I needed to do you know, I did this year in the coach ball and said he wouldn't even let me play. So it was kind of a decision made for me. Let me ask you this, because I, I think fans look at it a certain way where everyone has different perspectives, right? We kind of talked about this before the show. People look at things through different lenses. Fans kind of say, well, don't you want to be there with your teammates one more time? Of course you do. But I feel like the guys in the locker room and the coaches understand where you're at. Right. Yeah, it was, um, you know, when I had told coach Fick that, I was declaring um, no conversation about the bull game even came up. You know, it was just like, you know, I, I agree. Um, good luck, <laughs> basically. Um, so pretty quick conversation. There wasn't really anything coming up about the bull game. So, you know, I just like I said, I, my combine is going to be a lot more, I think, beneficial to me um, than playing one more game. Let me ask you this. Um, this came from a couple different people. Ryan Eilers had a question about this, and this is another one from Rob S. from our Discord, our subtext. He just wanted to ask, do you ever regret playing hurt? 
Uh, he said, I think back to your freshman year, there were a couple times you looked like you were in pain. Maybe you shouldn't be playing. Uh, he also said, tell him thank you for sinking that friggin' boat. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, talking about playing hurt, it almost feels like a no win, right? Either you you play hurt and you don't look quite as good because you're dinged up. You mentioned a sophomore injury. I'd love to get into that a little bit more. Or you don't play hurt and people say, why is he not out there? Yeah. Um, so I think I, freshman year, for the most part, I was I was pretty healthy. I mean, I had some ankle issues. Um that kind of lingered, but it wasn't anything really serious. Um, so freshman year, you know, I was pretty much healthy the whole year. I, I missed Notre Dame with a concussion that I got at practice. Um, so that was the one game I missed. I wasn't really playing at that point anyways. But um, so freshman year, overall, pretty healthy. Sophomore year, um, we had – or I had a, a shoulder um, that, you know, people didn't really – understand the severity of, of what I was, I was playing through. Um, it was the most annoying, even more than my ankle, the most annoying, the most painful, the most uncomfortable injury that I've had. Um, and, you know, this is the same injury that I was seeing a lot this year. Um, guys were getting, you know, season ending, season ending surgeries on it. Um, and this is, you know, I was playing through this, you know, the whole back half of the season, um, so I had suffered the injury at Purdue, against Purdue, um, and that was right before our bye week. So it was pretty much like mid-season, and um, I was playing through this, and you know I couldn't do it. I I really couldn't be myself. You know I I can remember people you know having making comments about you know I'm not running hard. You know I'm not playing. You know like I should be. You know for my frame and my size. Um, but I mean every time I touch the ball, like it was just so uncomfortable and so painful that it was always in the back of my mind, you know, like if I land on this thing or it gets hit, you know, I'm not even going to be able to be out here right now. So I'm um, trying to avoid that as much as possible while still, you know, trying to obviously play to the best of my abilities. Um, you know, it was, it was tough. It was, it was very difficult. Um, but, you know, I tried to make do with it. And then um, Nebraska, I ended up, suffering a high ankle sprain. Um, and that was kind of the cherry on the top. You know, I couldn't play against Minnesota. Um, so that was it. That was, that was the game I missed my sophomore year. Um, and then this year, obviously the ankle again, um, which really sucked. I mean, uh, it, it hurts me to think about that Ohio State game, you know, on, on the one. Um, Dude. It in and I uh, just got rolled up on, you know, by a big old D lineman. So, Ah oh, man, it hurts my heart, but you know it is what it is, and it could have been a lot. The silver line is it could have been a lot worse. I mean, the position that I was in was very, I was very vulnerable, um, and when somebody rolls up on your leg like that, you know it could be a lot worse than a high ankle sprain. So um, that sucked. That sucked, and I don't think ever anybody will ever be able to convince me that had we had a healthy team that game, we weren't walking out of there with a W. But um, yeah, it sucks. I think, you know, I tried to – after that, I was in a boot for how, a week and a half or so. I mean, there was no question I wasn't going to be able to play against Indiana. Um, and then the next week, was we were kind of on the fence. I mean, I was like, you know, in my mind, not ruling it out, but I knew there was a good chance probably wasn't going to be able to play against Northwestern either. Um, and, you know, I was kind of just – at this point, you know, I'm just now starting to to walk, you know, even somewhat normal. You know, this is like Wednesday, Thursday going into Northwestern. I'm 
just now really starting to walk without a boot. Um, you know, I just I strapped it up and <laughs> tried to go out there against Northwestern, played, you know, five or six plays or whatever. And, you know, Coach Spalding kind of kind of cut me off. Um, and then the next week was really the same thing. Um, didn't practice, nothing, just wasn't even really supposed to play the way that I was looking throughout the week. Coach Spalding on, on Thursday was like, you know, we're probably not going to play you. Um, but, you know, we'd like to have you suited up on the sideline and stuff and whatever. So, um, like I said, I wasn't practicing, didn't even do the walkthroughs or anything. Um, really just trying to keep it as fresh as possible, you know, you know, keep the load off it a little bit. That way, Saturday, if it were to go right, you know, it wasn't – and there wasn't any fatigue or um, any soreness. Um, and then went out for warm-ups against – um, Nebraska and was running around pretty pretty fine. Um, went back in and did what I had to do, you know, to try to numb it as much as possible. And then um, went out there and <laughs> tried to ball out. Um, and that was kind of the story that that whole back part of the season. You know, Minnesota was basically the same thing again. You know, not practicing. Uh, I knew uh, there was no no doubt in my mind I was I was playing. You know, regardless of how it felt, but you know, didn't really practice. Um, was kind of just, you know, being easy on it. And then Saturday came around, um, taped it up and went to work. Let me ask you this. You mentioned uh, Spalding, Coach Spalding a couple times. Um, what's he like? Man, Coach Spalding, I mean, I got to say besides, you know, the actual football aspect of it, I got to say that Coach Spalding is probably the highlight of my career there. You know, that hire, him coming in and, and taking over the room. He's um, an amazing coach, absolutely the best. And, uh, you know, he's he's a little younger too, so it's very easy to, you know, kind of relate to him. Um, you know, I wouldn't even say that he was like a – he's not old enough to be like a father figure. <laughs> but I think we're, we're a little tighter than, you know, a coach and player. Um, and I think everybody in the whole room feels that same way about him. Um, so he was, he was amazing. I mean, he helped me grow in so many different areas. Um, and, you know, it was just the most supportive through everything. Um, you know, even, you know, through those injuries, he tried to take care of me as, as best as he possibly could, you know, with the very limited depth that we had, um, he still tried to, to find a way to make it work. So, um, very thankful for coach Baller. Today's episode is also brought to you by our good friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest and most exciting way to play DFS if it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and including sharks, you just pick more or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. It's the most fun I've ever had playing DFS. It's easy, it's fast, it's quick. It's really simple to play. You can make your picks, submit your entry in less than 60 seconds, plus quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, enormous selection of players and stat types. That's what makes PrizePix number one in daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash college. Use code college for your first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash college. Use code college for our first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix daily fantasy sports made easy. Let me ask you this, and this is no knock to any coaches you've ever had, but how did having three different coaches in three years 
maybe impact you? Do you ever think if you just had one, did that impact you or did that help you? Well, I think um, having one is ideal, but I think I was able to grab a lot of things from um, all three. And uh, GB was, you know, obviously my first coach. And he, um, our relate, we had a great relationship, you know, especially towards the end, you know, when I was really playing and stuff. But, you know, at first, I, I don't think he necessarily saw, you know, the, the impact that I could have. Um, so it was a little bit kind of a, you know, it's, it's, it, it wasn't anything, you know, bad, but I think, you know, he, he just kind of saw me as like a, a freshman, you know, but um, at, at the end, you know, we had a really good relationship. It was, it was a good relationship throughout the whole year, but, you know, towards the end was when we really, really got close and, you know, he really started to, um, you know, kind of mold me into the player that he saw that I could be. Um, and Coach Johnson was just a great dude, you know, another guy that I was very close with, have a great relationship with. And, um, you know, the only thing about him was that he didn't play running back. So um, it was a little harder for him to obviously coach that position um, and kind of see things through our lens. But um, just a great overall guy, great overall coach. And, um, you know, he's – I think he had a really good – I think his O-line that he's coaching at, Montana State had a really good year this year, so I'm happy for him. And then, um, yeah, Coach Spalding kind of already hit on him, just a, you know, one of the best coaches in in the nation. I want to bang on some of these questions we got because, again, I can't keep you forever, man, but I'm going to run out of time before questions. I, I definitely want to get these uh, playmaker asked thoughts about the current staff and also just the direction of the program. Where do you feel like this thing is headed under Fickle? We've already talked about Coach Spalding, but what about the rest of the guys? Um, so I think overall, um, it's a very elite coaching staff. I mean, every position is pretty much has, you know, one of the best of the best coaches, you know, around. So I don't, I don't know the, the new receivers coach, but coach Brown was, um, awesome from what, you know, I had heard and I had seen, um, and, you know, he was a guy that I had a really good relationship with, um, coach Letton with the tight ends, same thing. Um, I know that all the tight ends love him. Um, Coach Bick, you know, I thought he did a a pretty good job, you know, getting our line right. Um, And defensively, I don't – I didn't really have, you know, a super deep relationship with anybody. But, you know, every time, you know, the interactions that I had with them, um, they were always good. And I think the guys, you know, respect them and um, enjoy having them as their coach. So, I think the the program's headed in a good direction. Um, and, you know, we're seeing – I see, you know, the transfers, news about new transfers, new commits, and, and things every day. And we got a bunch of ballers coming in. So, um, Sebastian Cheeks, you know, we just got today. He's a guy that I was with um, on his visit. So, we've had a good relationship for a pretty long time. And uh, so, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to uh, watch these guys over the – the next few years um i'll be interested to see you know what it's like you know from the outside looking in now being a part of it all um and, and seeing how things go let me ask you about um and then there's a couple more questions your playmaker is the second part of this too but i want to veer off really quickly you mentioned transfers uh again this is an area where athletes and fans have very different perspectives on things nil transfers and how does how does the locker room how is that impacted if if at all you know you get a guy coming in transfers in how is the locker room with that 
Um, I don't, I don't think there's really ever any problems. Um, you know, I think everybody sees that and they embrace it. Um, they know that, you know, these coaches brought those guys in here for a reason. So, um, you just try to make it as, you know, easy as a transition for them as you can, you know, kind of, um, create that bond as quickly as possible, you know, and, and get them comfortable. And I think all the transfers that we had come in this past year made a huge impact for us. And, um, you know, they were, they were a lot of guys that made a lot of plays um, and they were all hard, extremely hard workers, extremely humble. Um, and all of them were really a, a, a huge pickup for us. You know, like I said, made a huge impact. So I think the dynamic is, is always good from what I've seen. You know, I don't think there's been anything, you know, besides the, the Marcus situation. Um, that was probably the only time where it, you know, there was maybe a group of guys that weren't on as board with it. But at the end of the day, you know, he was our brother. Um, and, you know, he he did what he had to do. You know, he he entered the portal um, and uh, decided that, you know, it was going to be best for him to come back. And um, I supported him 100 percent wholeheartedly. You know, obviously seeing the commitment post to Minnesota wasn't my favorite thing ever. But, uh, you know, I talked with him throughout that whole process and, Still today, I talk to him pretty much every day. He's one of my best friends. So um, that was the only situation, you know, that was probably a little bit um, uneasy in the locker room. But, you know, once he got there, it was all good. Uh, second part of this question here, are you are you working or, or even just talking to any former Badger running backs, getting ready for the, the draft? Any, any tips or guidance you're pulling from those guys? Not yet. I'm kind of just waiting until their season dies down a little bit. Obviously, they're all, you know, in the midst of – um, their season and super busy, so I haven't really reached out to anybody yet. Um, a couple more comments here. This is from Mike. He said, honestly, just make sure you can feel the gratitude from the fan base. He dealt with a lot of things some of the greats never did at Wisconsin. Could have left last year, chose to kind of put it all out there through this year. So a lot of people with that sentiment sentiment in the chat, Braylon, people just saying thank you. I can't even get to them all, but um, a lot of appreciation shown for what you did in Madison. This is from Paul. Uh, favorite moment as a Badger? It's got to be the axe. I mean, it's, it has to be. That was, uh, you know, my last game, um, one of my better games, and you know, just that feeling of finally getting it. You know, after going over two, um, that's got to be it for sure. Is there any game you look back? Maybe it is Ohio State game this year where it just is never going to really sit well with you. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely that one. And then freshman year, freshman year, twenty twenty one Minnesota. Those are those are probably the two. This one's from uh, Justin. Um, anything in specifically? Obviously, you mentioned the forty time in terms of training for the draft. Um. Yeah, I've, I mean, my trainer kind of has it all mapped out for me. Um, and like I said, I'm still rehabbing my ankle, so I haven't even really ran yet. But um, you know, just kind of did some. We did some up tempo jobs and stuff yesterday, so we're slowly getting back into it. But um. You know, in terms of I want to put up a really good bench. Um, so that training has been different for me. You know, that just kind of pure endurance on the bench. Um, it's it's tough. Those workouts are definitely some of the harder ones that I've ever done. But uh, it's it's all been good. I mean, like I said, my trainer kind of has it all mapped out for me. So um, I just follow his lead. What do you think you grew the most as a running back from freshman year to this year? Like, what, where did you make the biggest stride? 
Ooh, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people will look at, you know, my freshman year. And I think a lot of people have the idea that, you know, I kind of had a drop off. And I mean, the numbers, the numbers say that, but, um, you know, when you look at this past year, this, this past season was definitely the best version of myself by far. I think when it came to catching the ball, when it came to, um, when it came to pass protection, when it came to my confidence, this was by far, I mean, when I look back at, you know, that stretch of like Illinois, Iowa, even, um, you know, Rutgers, kind of that Ohio State, that middle of the season kind of time for me, that was like my best football, in my opinion. Um, you know, I think that's where I felt the most confident. And, you know, when when I saw that I was one-on-one with somebody, you know, whether it was on the edge, whether it was in the hole, whether it was down the field, like I knew they were not going to tackle me. Um, and that was something that I think I lacked my freshman and my sophomore year. Um, and this year, you know, I just – made people pay really every time that I had the opportunity. Um, so I think this, this past year was just the best version of myself. You know, I was the most confident and I think that had a lot to do with coach Spalding. Um, but I, I'd say that's probably, I've grew in every single area, honestly, every single one. Um, but yeah, I think this past year was, was the best version of me. All right. A couple more quick questions here. Cause again, I, I, I don't want to keep you forever, but I, I probably could. Um, Going into next year, going into the draft, man, is there – I don't want to say is there any place you're looking at, but what is your goal for the draft? Like what do you – what's the next step for Braylon Allen? Obviously get to the league and then what? Yeah, um, I think, you know, it, and it's it's tough to say because it's, you know, so far out of my control, um, you know, in terms of where I go. But, you know, I'm definitely – the goal is to go day two. Um, in the draft so you know second or third round um, and you know just try to put myself in a in a position where you know I want to be the first back off the board so put my position put myself in a position to to do that and um, you know I think whoever whoever is going to take the first running back is going to be a team that needs a running back Um, and I think that's going to be a you know every every team that I can think of you know, that probably is looking to take a running back would be a good position for me to be in, um, in a good situation. So I just trying to put myself in the best situation um, as possible. Um, so, like I said, it's out of my control, you know, what city I go to, what team I, what team I go to, but um, whoever takes the first running back, you know, and hopefully it's me. Um, hopefully it's a, it's a great situation. You mentioned um, watching this team from afar, obviously not going to be part of it. Talk to me about the running back group coming back, specifically Chez. I know after he got hurt, we saw the reaction not just from you, but from everybody on the team. What does he mean to this program? He means so much. Um, and Chez is another guy who's one of my best friends um, and, you know, a brother for, for life, for sure. Um, and just to see him, you know, have a great year in 21, get hurt, um, fight his way back, have a great year in 22, get hurt, miss, you know, six games or whatever it was, five, um, come back. And, you know, we were definitely, my humble opinion, we were definitely 
the best duo in the country, no matter what anybody said. Like, I mean, when you saw us, you know, fresh, healthy, you know, there was nobody better. And um, I think Chez, um, Chez is a top tier back. You know, he hasn't been able to show it, you know, consistently throughout a whole year. So, you know, that was like the tweet that I put out, you know, I, I said, can't wait till the world sees how special you are. Um, a lot of a lot of people, you know, commented like, oh, we already know. We already, but these were all Badger fans, you know, people that paid attention knows how special he is. But he hasn't had opportunity to you know, put the entire country and the entire the entire world on notice. So I think, you know, when he gets that full season um, healthy, he's going to, you know, be regarded as one of the best backs in the nation for sure. All right, a couple of lightning questions here. We'll wrap it up. Um, give me a, a player on offense, young player that hasn't seen a bunch of playing time, but that fans should be looking out for for the next couple of years. Uh, Benny Anthony. A player that hits you the hardest on in practice. Kamoy. <laughs> Kamoy, no doubt. Is there anybody close? Uh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, you put all the run, put all the running backs on one side of the field. You put a million dollars on the other side. No holds barred. No rules. Who gets there first? Me. Yeah, that's me, awesome. I'm all about the money. So nobody's nobody's beating me over there. If you were playing football, what would you be doing? I have no idea. Zero. That means dedicated, man. I like it. You yeah. said I'm gonna put up. I, I need to put up a good bench number. What is that number for you? Um, you saying like combine, like reps? Yeah. Yep. What are you trying to hit? The goal is 30. Yeah. That's awesome. And any last words, uh, any last message for Badger fans as you kind of wrap up your, your career and, and everything you've done in Madison? Uh, not really. I mean, I just, you know, I want to say thank you to everybody, you know, in the comments, um, you know, thank you all for the support over the last three years. Um, it was the best time of my life, you know, something I'll never forget something I'll ever, I'll forever be grateful for. Um, you know, I wish we could have done more. I wish I could have done more, but, you know, it was a great experience. You know, I think, um, you know, I left, you know, the program uh, in the best spot possible that I, that I could. Um, and, you know, it's all going to, it's all going to get better from here. Um, and I'm excited to see the future of this program. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. Thank, thank you all. Uh, a lot of people saying thank you in the chat's comments. There'll be a bunch more of that as the show gets released. But, Braylon, thank you so much for the time, man. Can't tell you how much I appreciate it. He is Braylon Allen. Good luck in the next journey, and we'll all be rooting along for sure. Thank you very much.